Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode, my love. This is the last episode of 2022. Where has the year gone? In episode 143, I shared why it's so important for us to reflect on the previous year so that we can really go into the new year with intention and clarity about what we want to create. Part of my personal reflection is I look at lesson integration. I really try to pull out wisdom because I'm of the mindset that your lived experience and your challenges and just what you've been through in life doesn't mean you become wise from it. Meaning just because you're 45 or 55 or 65 doesn't mean that you are wise. If you're going through your years and you're not actually learning and pivoting and integrating those lessons, then you're not any more wise than a 20 something year old. So it's not just about how many years we've been walking this earth and it's not about how many, you know, dark night of the souls we had. It, it, none of that matters. It's what we choose to do. And it's been really interesting because I've been in the personal development game for 14 years. I've been teaching in this space for eight years. And I think that although it's not like a huge amount of time, you know, some of my mentors have been in the game 20, 40 years, but it's a a good amount of time where I've been able to pick up patterns from people I coach and the larger population, but also from myself and some tendencies and patterns that I see in the personal development field, the spirituality field, and even in the religious circles. Okay. So one thing I wanted to share with you that I feel like it's something that we can get caught up in when we are trying to improve ourselves is this addiction to states and addiction to truth. Now that's probably sounding super vague. So I'm going to try to break it down for you. So in the personal development world, in the spiritual world, we tend to feel bad for people who are not aware of their trauma because the reality is we've all had trauma, period. You cannot have, you cannot be a human on this planet earth and not experience trauma. So when people say, I had a great childhood, like I had no trauma, I just know that person has zero self-awareness and just hasn't be like hasn't asked the deep questions, right? And this is why they're repeating patterns, et cetera, et cetera. So that's on one end of the spectrum. However, those of us in the personal development space, in the spiritual space, even in the religion, if you're a Christian, like um, Islam, um, Jewish, whatever, we tend to also get into this same pattern. And it's that we recognize, you know, those people who are not aware of the truth and we are seeking truth, but that can also be an addiction in and of itself. What I mean by that is we're aware of this trauma and now we are seeking wholeness. Now we are seeking healing. Now we are seeking enlightenment and that in itself can become a toxic pattern. And I realize that 
people jump from person to person to person, hoping that that next person will have the magic sauce for them. You are the magic sauce. Okay? No coach, no healer, no religious, I don't know, someone of stature has something for you that you do not already have for yourself. Sometimes we grasp at these teachers. Number one, we forget that they're human and we idolize them and we think that they have something for us that we just need to go. But that becomes an addictive pattern where we're constantly searching for truth. So we go from one program to another and then we get frustrated why we are not making the leaps and bounds in our personal life, in our romantic life, uh, with our businesses, with our finances. But we never stopped to integrate. We didn't actually do what we were talking about in one, in episode 143. We we're talking about the lesson integration. Like you have to slow down to actually integrate what you have learned. You can be in such a state of seeking for truth that you're not even present with your current life. I have seen this many times and I just pray to God that, you know, I never... Well, I I can pray to God, but I also, this is just part of it exactly now is I'm saying, I pray to God, but I'm also willing to take action. And this is a thing that we're missing a lot in the, you know, spiritual community, the personal development community is we're going to the next teacher and we're going, but you have to take radical responsibility. So yes, you can use that modality. Yes, you can get training in NLP. Yes, you can get that certification, but then you need to actually embody it. And the only way that you can embody it is to be fully present in your life as it is right now. A lot of us are escaping our current reality. Like we think that we're going to get this gift of enlightenment from something else or some healing. You have to take radical responsibility. And I want to make another distinction too that's really important. You can be spiritual and you can be religious. You can be a woman or a man of God and still not have character. You can you have to couple that with personal development. They're very different things. There are a lot of really... Um, <laughs> spiritually uh, affluent people, if that's even a term, people that are respected in the spiritual community have who have messed up lives, right? And there are people who are in the, you know, in the church and of that identify themselves as a man or a woman of God that are living some messed up lives because they're not taking radical responsibility and they're not recognizing that, oh, I can pray to God, but I actually have to like sit down and be like, what changes am I going to make in my life right now? God helps those who help themselves, i.e. you need to make the change. God will hold your hand. The universe, you know, rewards action as in you need to make the changes first and then you will see the ripple effect in your life. You can't go from coach to coach, healer to healer, church to church thinking that you're going to, it's just going to change magically for you. Yes, 
yes, prayer is powerful. Meditation is powerful. But once you come out of that state, what I'm saying is we're chasing that state. Once you get out of that state, what are you doing right now in your life right now? Do you finish praying and then go scroll on social media for like a half an hour and you're doing completely unproductive things and you're wondering why your business isn't growing? Do you do a meditation, tick, okay, done, that, and then you go do something completely dysfunctional that you're texting some guy that is not good for you, you're still in that toxic relationship that you know you shouldn't be in, then what does it matter what state you are chasing for that 30 minutes? What does it matter that you're going into that church for that hour if you're not willing to actually make the changes? So that's what I'm going to challenge you to do. I'm going to challenge all of us to do is to reflect and be like, hmm, is there any area or multiple areas of my life where I say I want improvement and maybe I'm even investing in the coaches, maybe I'm even praying on it, but then I'm not taking the action necessary to make that change. Okay, so I'm going to break it down like super, super quick for you. So let's say, for example, if you want to make a change in your business because it's not going the way you want and you're kind of, you don't even know where to start, one quick little process you can do, and obviously you can go into so much deeper processes, but I want to give you something tactical and tangible that you can do right now, especially if you're someone that feels, quote unquote, I don't have time. And look at that goal if you set one at the beginning of this year, earlier this year, and see like, okay, so how did I do with this goal? Like, where am I at? Okay. Then we can ask what worked, write down what worked, then write down what didn't work. What was clearly just, it didn't work out this year. And then you can just write down what you, based on those is what you can continue to do next year for this, in this area of your life, what you need to stop doing and what you need to start doing. And with the start doing, I would, you could be exhausted with that list. Okay, I need to do this, 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 this. And then I would commit to one because our minds don't like change. So if you're committing to like four or five things, like you're, you're going to, I can guarantee you're going to fail at it. But if you put one thing that you are committing to doing, then you'll be able to stick to it. Now, again, that was really brief but I want you to take action now. Like I want you to look at the area of your life that is not working out and I want you to do that really quick process because I don't want you to fumble into next year. I don't want you to be like, oh, by some miracle, something's gonna change. It's not. You are the secret sauce. You are the secret sauce. And I'm not trying to take away from like, you know, the magnitude of God and all of that, like you're, you are the creator and God has, no, look, you are creating with God, but you have to, in the same breath that you are praying, when you finish that prayer, you need to come out and be like, okay, what's my role in this God? What do I need to do? Ask for the answers in your prayer, but then you got to actually do it. You don't just pray like begging, oh, please God, please God. And then you don't take your action. So that's what I'm going to encourage you to do, my loves. This is why people are not improving year on year. 
is because we are hoping it's just another thing of we're giving our power away and we are it's just like another way of victim which is kind of ironic because we get into the personal development and spiritual field and all of that to not be a victim but then we get caught up in these minor cycles of victimhood because if we're expecting anybody outside of ourselves to change our life we are sadly mistaken but you have the power to make a change now by doing this quick little process and committing to next year is going to be different and these are going to be the few steps that you're going to take to make it happen Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright.